0: The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world, on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, 10 offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen learn more about what 10 can do for you and your business at mtd10.com
1: welcome to this edition of the modern tire dealer show i'm mike Mangus, editor of modern tire dealer the north american truck tire market is red hot right now and today's guest walt weller senior vice president at china manufacturers alliance double coin explains why walt has more than 40 years of experience on the truck tire side of our business making this a can't-miss interview for commercial tire dealers or anyone who's interested in the truck tire market. So let's get to it. Hey, Walt, it's great to have you back on the Modern Tire Dealer show. Thanks, Thanks for carving some time out of your schedule to join us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, today we're going to be, of course, you know, today we're going to be talking about the the state of the North American medium truck tire market, uh, both replacement and OE. And uh, looking back at last year, according to uh, the United States Tire Manufacturers Association, the, the truck tire market rebounded in a huge way in, in the U.S. Um, nearly uh, 23 million units were shipped at, at the replacement level uh, last year, which is a uh, 19.3% increase over 2020 levels and even exceeded pre-pandemic uh, replacement truck tire shipments. And then on the OE side, uh, nearly 6 million additional units were, were shipped last year, which represents a 25% leap over prior year numbers. Uh, th- those are both huge, huge numbers. And, um, you know, as we kind of move through the second half of the year, um, is that momentum continuing, Walt, from, from your vantage point? Can, can you comment on that? Yeah, for
2: sure. Um, the, the momentum is definitely continuing, at least so far. Um, uh, so far in 20, 2022, the commercial businesses tracking at about an 8% increase over uh, 2021 in the replacement market and about double that in OE. Um, and, and as you mentioned, we saw about a, almost a 20% increase which represented over 3 million units, um, three and a half million units, uh, which is I mean, huge. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for uh Four decades, and <laughs> it's not a long and, um, time. I've, and I've never seen demand that strong, and I've never seen back-to-back demand so far um, this strong. Usually, you get a year like that, and then the next year, you're you're flatter in, in negative territory. But that is not the case at the moment.
1: Well, I know we talked about the uh, astounding uh, rebound. In 2021, at the beginning of, of this year, but it's it's continuing. What, what do you attribute that momentum to? Well, what are some of the factors that are pushing it? Well, I, I think
2: um, I think there was some pent up demand in, uh, going back to you know 2020. Although you know uh, there was some growth in the replacement market in 2020, not very much, about one percent, but it did grow. Um, but you know, we started the, uh, in 2019. OE was was forecasted to be down um, some pre- su- some pretty significant numbers, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of fleets just you know stopped ordering equipment mm-hmm. um, and maybe extended their. trade-in cycles. But um, when 2021 hit, um, a couple of things happened. There there was, the domestic manufacturers had um, cut back production significantly for about four or five months in the beginning of the year due to the COVID uh, issues. And uh, a lot of that had to do with reworking the workflow in the plants so that they could comply with the uh, the protocols, mm-hmm. um, the COVID protocols, and when they finally came back, um, the demand was just off the charts, um, and and we're still seeing that today. And that's been compounded a lot by I think the, uh, you know, the issue with uh, overseas freight, and um, you know, ocean freight right now, um, in spite of the fact that it's. Uh, it's gone up fivefold since 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's you know the freight's still coming. You know the customers are 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 paying that in the form of price increases. And um, so, you know, unless and, you know unless the Fed um, pushes interest rates up to the point where the economy hits the brakes. Um, I think we're in for another strong year. So far, it's been very strong. And and you know, I think, like I said, I think the Fed will have a lot to do with uh, what happens going forward.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're at a 40 year high when it comes to inflation, uh, based on reports and, and interest rates remain a question mark. Um, what are some of the the biggest challenges facing uh, truck tire manufacturers right now, heading into the second half of the year. You mentioned freight, uh, which remains sky high. You mentioned, uh, shipping slowdowns, which, you know, like that remains a major problem. Any, any other factors that could contribute to a challenging environment in terms of, you know, demand being up so much, uh, how are, how are manufacturers keeping up with that?
2: Well, they're not, um, Domestic manufacturers are not keeping up with it. They're act in spite of the record uh, demand. Manufacturing um, is units are actually down mm-hmm. about three points uh, through the, through May down about three points um, versus last year, um, and and. In order to keep up, they've had to try and import more stuff from other markets. Um, surprisingly, I think to a lot of your viewers, um, might be the fact that the uh, domestic importers uh, make up a, a large percentage of the amount of import tires that are coming into the US market right now. Um, so, there, but, but the, there, there's additional complexities in the ocean freight issue mm-hmm. it's not just getting the the containers into port and then on their way but um, the ocean freight companies have changed a lot of the rules um, in order to get in order to get the uh, vessel space you have to commit to a certain number of containers every month um, at the higher price at the much higher price um, and that much higher price, while it used to include delivery from the port to the customer, to our dealers, now it just it just that price ends at the port. And mm-hmm. folks like us have, have to uh take on the burden and the financial burden, tr- frankly, of moving those containers from the port to the customer. Well, that's brand new. Um, Other challenges uh, continue to be visibility of containers.
1: Visibility of containers. Okay.
2: Well, Yeah, after the container got put on a container ship, um, we used to get reports on where they were, Hmm. um, when they were going to be in the port. All that stopped in 2021. And so we would, we would get about three days' notice before the containers were scheduled to hit port. And then sometimes there were, a lot of times, most times, I would say there were delays. Um, and we might have been two weeks waiting for those containers to actually hit, um, which really extended the lead times for a customer that ordered a container that would arrive in 60 days in 2019 is looking at uh, anywhere between 120 and 150
1: days right now. Wow. Wow. So, do, do you foresee that turning around anytime soon?
2: Um, it depends what your definition of soon is. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to last uh, through this year and probably into the first quarter of 2023. Um I don't see it ending before that. Now if again, if the Fred does something different and um, with interest rates takes a more aggressive strategy with interest rate hikes, that could change. But right now I don't see it.
1: So all of these these factors that you described must make forecasting incredibly difficult these days, whether you're a, you're a manufacturer or a truck tire dealer, has to be tougher than ever, I would think.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it's very, very challenging. Especially, you got long lead times, much longer lead times mm-hmm. that you have to take into consideration when you're doing a forecast. Um, you've got you know, the lack of vis- visibility about what's on a, con- you know, you've got 20 containers at the point, port um, that may have all, or may all be going to one customer. which Instead of, in the past, being spaced out, um, we are now seeing large quantities of containers showing up all at once that are going to uh, the same customer. That creates issues. um, It creates, for the customer, creates manpower issues. Um, They've got to have people that can receive those shipments, unload them, put them into inventory. And then sometimes those tires are... From a, you know, from from a uh, a product flow point of view, are um, are putting them in a, in certain situations in an over inventory situation, and on some other SKUs because mm-hmm. they haven't received them when they were expecting them, they're in a negative mm-hmm. um, product flow situation. So. Um, yeah, it's gotten very, very complex. Um, you know, forecasting has become uh, uh, a juggling act, to be honest.
1: What What are some of the actions your company is taking to to help dealers? You know, mitigate some of these factors, and and maybe forecast their their needs more accurately. I would have to think constant communication is is a given in a situation like this.
2: Yeah, no question. Um, uh, communication is a real issue. We're just doing our be- the best we can when we receive information, sharing that with the customer. We've also set up a system whereby when we have um, multiple containers show up for the same customer, um, instead of having them ship directly to the customer all at once, we're taking them in and we're doing, a, uh, I would call it a, a modified cross-stock operation. Whereby um, we, we can then manage how many containers go to the customer and schedule it so that I mean, maybe they're arriving two or three a day for five days or seven days, depending on how many, how many containers we're talking about. But we've, we've had situations where customers um, had 45 containers all show up at once, which 45 is
1: 45 containers.
2: Yeah, wow, which is, which is you know, it
1: creates problems for everybody. Um, <laughs> I think I think that's an understatement, probably. Although you're known for your understatement, so, um, you, <laughs> know, you know, Walt, as as we kind of wind down this episode of the Modern Tire Dealers Show, what's your advice to commercial truck tire dealers in in, in the meantime? What what should they prepare for as these different uh, factors kind of play out or continue to play out? In the market,
2: my my I mean my advice is to continue doing probably what most of them are doing right now. They need to be vigilant. Um, they need to be um, if they're not getting answers, they need to be asking questions about where containers are. What do we think? Um, you know what is likely to happen. Um, and I think you know that again talking about the lead times, I think they need to plan on. Uh, you know, 120 to 150 day lead times on on containers right now. The other thing we would ask them to do is, uh, and this isn't for some customers who have maybe more than multiple locations, you know, more than five or six locations, um, and can manage um, and can manage the way they order um, to get a more consistent flow. Would be, um, we recommend limiting the number of SKUs per container. Mm-hmm. If you can limit that to three or four or maximum five, um, you're likely to get those containers quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and other than that, you know I think um, keep your ear to the ground. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to your Keeping constant communication with your customers, um, you know that that would be the first line of communication. I would think would be the most important because when your customers will tell you um, when things start to slow down for them, and and you know I think that's that's really you, you got to keep your eyes open for. When things start to change,
1: it sounds like um, demand is going to stay pretty robust, though. Uh, as As we move into the second half of the year,
2: well, I, I do, I think so. And and the other, the other piece of this we haven't talked about is, um, but is a fact, is that back in 2019, as an example, the indus-, the tire industry in the U.S. Um, was carrying about 4.4 million truck tires. So that's anybody who had a domestic warehouse and reported to uh, their, their numbers to the USTMA. Um, and right now, that number is half of that. It's down around 2.2 million units. Hmm. And, um, and you can do the math. I mean, if we're going to do north of 23 million units this year, which we will, it looks like, um, that is a six to seven uh, turn of the inventory and and most of those that inventory that is not in inventory are the are the you know the, the faster moving items mm-hmm. low profile 22.5s 11r 22.5s in steer drive and trailer um are you know the primary numbers 255 70 fives mm-hmm. um 235 75 um all big, big numbers and uh, typically are the hardest ones to keep in inventory.
1: So inventory is going to be pretty lean moving forward also.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we've got three warehouses in the U.S. and we're we've got they're about 35 percent full right now.
1: Mm hmm. Well, this is a lot for our uh, commercial tire dealer listeners to, to probably digest. I'm, I'm sure they're familiar with some of the issues that uh, you, you discussed and brought up today and others may be a revelation to them somewhat. But I uh, want to thank you for sharing your, your expertise, 40 years of it with us uh, in a kind of a consolidated form today and, and your take on the state of the market. W- w- this is something we'll continue to track uh, as we move through the year and into the next year, and, and just uh, look forward to talking to you uh, perhaps again sometime down the road. righty, Great. Thank you again for having me, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you all. Talk to you later. Take care. Thank you. me too. Thanks for listening to the Modern Tire Dealer Show. This program is available on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and other popular podcast platforms. And stay tuned to ModernTireDealer.com for late-breaking tire industry news and expert analysis. We'll talk to you soon.
0: The Modern Tire Dealer Show is sponsored by MTD 10, the training and education network. Formerly DSP 20 Group, 10 is the most progressive and comprehensive resource offering tire dealers the solutions, connections, and training they need to reach their goals. From one-on-one coaching and group networking to real-world, on-site problem-solving and exclusive content, TEN offers an all-encompassing approach to education unlike anything the industry has ever seen. Learn more about what TEN can do for you and your business at mtd10.com.